Welcome to Divorce Diary Show in the car edition. I am Michelle Trina, the creator of Divorce Diaries, and I just dropped my daughter off at her dad's house for Father's Day weekend, baby. Clap it up. That's right. It's Father's Day weekend. I think I'm going to do an in the car edition every time I drop her off to get some uh, some jokes out there and just to keep promoting more of my content. I'm so excited. This past uh, two nights I recorded some um, scenes for Divorce Diaries show scripted series uh, or a reality series, whatever the network that <laughs> that accepts my show in likes. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm doing a show tomorrow night, virtual edition, sponsored by Lauren Hunt. And I cannot wait. Because this is Father's Day weekend, I'd like to just shout out to all the single moms who are both parents. Now, my daughter's father is active in her life, is definitely been stepping it up, especially this past year. Um, but I know as single mom, as a single parent, it's hard, you know? I mean, let me be real with you. I felt like as a married mom, it was hard. Harder at times because you don't have that set time where you're completely free. And I'm not trying to sound, you know, I'm very grateful that I have a child because I always wanted to be a mother. But sometimes you're like drowning <laughs> and you just want like a full hour where no one's interrupting you and that never happens. But uh, <laughs> that weekend that you have that's theirs, you can dedicate solely to what you need to get done or want to get done or, you know, it's your time. I think as a married couple, it was like not like that because he was like, well, we're one. So, like, if you're getting up to give her a 4 a.m. feeding, I'm technically in spirit with you since we're married and we're one person. No, no, that's not right. <laughs> so, I grew up in North Jersey. I still live in North Jersey. And uh, I'm Italian. You know, I, a very typical uh, North Jersey Italian family. Loud. Interrupting is our way of communicating. Flipping a table over is a sign of love. Uh, but the thing was, I wasn't like the Jersey Shore type. Like, I, I, I like the, the, the show, right? I'm not like that. Even though I like leopard print and I like to be tan. Like, I wasn't going down the shore in high school because I was working. I was, I'm working class family. Like, my father told me when we were kids, he, you want a pool, start digging in the backyard and cover it up so your grandfather doesn't see it. Because our grandparents owned our house too. That was another thing. And we, we lived with my old school Italian grandparents that weren't like the... Like, you see Italian grandparents being loving a lot of the times. These grandparents, you know, were a little different. You know, very, you know, very uh, authoritative and strict. You know, their sign of love was telling you you did it wrong. <laughs> That's when you knew that someone in my family loved you. My grandparents loved you enough. I don't know. That's probably not a bit there, but I think the bit is my grandfather showed affection by telling you you did something wrong. Like my like my mother wasn't allowed to have. Now this was my father's parents. Now they're both deceased. My father has also passed six months ago, so this weekend's a little weird for me um, and hard because my father's gone. Uh, but it's also why I kind of want to do an in the car edition, kind of promote love and my dad and, and put it out there. I have made amends with my grandfather since he passed through the, through a medium that I see. Um, and it's quite powerful because now I look towards, I look to my grandfather 
with him on the other side more than I would look to him when he was on the earth because I felt like he didn't like me enough. Um, and, and it had to do with a lot of stuff, I guess, that he felt was he was supposed to do. And, it, and he realized, from what I was told, he realized that was wrong. Um, so apparently my grandfather is like one of my spirit guides. Now, not to get, listen, this is a comedy show, but when I tell men that I date, that I'm into all that stuff, they either run or they're enjoying it. And if they enjoy it, usually they're like not, I, this is the funny part. Usually they're like not the ones that I end up wanting to be with. But anyway, that's a sidetrack. So my grandfather wouldn't let my mom have flowers. Like she, my mom, grandfather was like, you can't plant a garden. Because bees will come. That's like telling somebody you can never go outside because it's going to rain. What the hell? So my mom could have a garden. Um, he put concrete on the side of our house because... I don't even know why. Because my brother was playing baseball and it made marks or something. I've, the Italian OCD ran deep in my family. So like if they lived today, my grandparents... and my brother, the, the OCD is like would be like, ha, we told you, you should be washing your hands 25 times a day, because I'm recording this right now, still during the coronavirus, <laughs> which is, I don't know if people are, like, thinking this thing has gone away, I don't think it has, I mean, I'm thankful that I don't have anything, but, like, we don't, I don't even know what I've been exposed to that other people have, and, like, out of desperation to have her have some, my daughter have some time with her cousins and her, her other side of her family, they're taking her to Florida. And my mom was like, damn, Florida is like the worst spot right now. But nobody in Florida wants to believe that. They're just all going out, you know? And I don't know, is, is it a higher risk to bring her out to Florida or to go insane being quarantined together for another month? Uh, I don't know. So I grew up in North Jersey. My family was Italian, we were working class. Um, and my dad, like, the thing is, like, everyone went down the shore in the summer, right? Everyone went down the shore in the summer, except my family. My dad did not like the Jersey Shore because of some bad childhood memory from his parents. Again, my grandparents were effing it up for me. <laughs> couldn't have a garden, we couldn't play baseball because dirt got up, like... Couldn't go down the shore because my father had post-traumatic stress from his childhood. So we had to go, we went to New England. Now, New England is beautiful. I love New England. But when you're a kid from Jersey, nobody talks about going to Cape fucking Cod. You talk about Wildwood, Seaside, Point Pleasant, the boardwalk. There was no boardwalk in Massachusetts. In fact, there's like no boardwalk except in New Jersey and, and I think California maybe, right? But like my, my, well, let's go to Massachusetts. Have you ever went, and we would go in August, in late August, where the water's cold in late August. How is the water cold in Massachusetts in late August? It's freezing. There's no sand on the beaches, it's rocks. The waves don't really exist. They're either really heavy, they're nothing. It's like, where, where am I? It was horrible. We'd be like, oh, this is great. And my dad would reminisce about the Navy. Because my dad, oh, listen, when I was in the Navy, and we knew that was a sign that we wouldn't be captured in his clutches for at least two hours talking about some ship that he saw when he was in the Navy in Newport, Rhode Island. And I love my dad dearly, but these stories went on, and we just were like, we just, I just want to, just want to go on the boardwalk. I want to play with kids. I don't want to get splinters from rocks on the beach here. 
went to one place one summer. Uh, it was called it was Nantucket, and that listen, we've been I've been to Nantucket, I've been to Martha's Vineyard, I've been to some high end classy places in New England at the time. I didn't appreciate it because I was like everyone's in Wildwood Crest, everyone's in sleazy seaside, right? My parents went out of their way to these nice places in New England, and we didn't appreciate it because we were from Jersey, and we were like, we want to go down the shore, though. Everyone else is going down the shore. You know? How stupid of us. But at the time, we were like, we just want to play with people. And we'd meet a couple of kids here and there and never see them again. Like, we just couldn't get a cotton candy. We sat at these fancy restaurants and ate nice desserts instead of cotton candy, yet we craved the cotton candy. But I will say I did have a good time, but the rocks didn't replace the sand for me. So, new bits I'm working on. This is the In the Car edition. Um, I have a show tomorrow night, Saturday. If you're listening to this past the show, this is the Father's Day weekend, 2020, maybe. Uh, I'm going to wish myself a happy Father's Day because I feel like I take du dual duties during the week. So, happy Father's Day to me. I'm going to pop open the bottle of champagne tomorrow night with my show. Um, and I am going to put it out there with, with myself and how I still am getting over somebody from a year ago that, that, uh, I, I don't even know if I'm spitting jokes about him right now, but I'm, I mean, I'll hear every now and then, like I, I think about it and I obsess over it. Like a, a lot of my girlfriends and male friends are like, you need to let it go. And I've made jokes about this before where I can't let things go. It's not in my DNA, but I do, I do let things go. Cause otherwise I wouldn't be able to progress and grow. But I, I do obsess and fester. This was a word one of my girlfriends used. I fester in something that somebody did to me and I want like something to happen where I don't have to fester in it anymore. I don't want to say revenge because that sounds mean, but it like some kind of recognition on their end that, wow, I really fucked up and hurt this person. I should be writing them a long letter of an apology. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> some people are always like, I have a lot of friends that no, I don't have a lot of friends that do this, but I have had school moms or, or acquaintances say to me, hey, you should be careful of because I'm divorced. What the fuck does that mean? Like someone said to me, you know, be careful of men that try to take advantage of you. I, I was like, what, is this just because I'm divorced? Because men always try to take advantage of a woman. I just want to get in once. Um... What are you going to scam me out of? I'm broke, you know? My pussy? Oh. That's been happening since the first time I had sex. And I realized that they don't know what they're doing. You know, I'm going to get a little dirty here, but I, this is the other thing. Like, when I first started, like, having sex or, or just being intimate with somebody, like, I could not... I, this is why I think I got effed up with my marriage because I realized that's not what I wanted and I had no clue had to get off. I don't think I had ever had an orgasm with a guy. Uh, yeah, I had him by myself. So I, I had it. The first orgasm I had was somebody else was when I was married with my husband at the time. And we watched a porn. I finally was able to release it. However, I'm thinking back and I was like, yeah, I've never, I had never had an orgasm with a man prior to getting married. So maybe that was the problem because men, when you're in college, they think like your clit is a broken elevator button. Like, like that doesn't, that's not how it's supposed to work, you know? So I'm good. 
And now I definitely know what I want and feel it and I'm like vibing. But like I also want like I want it consistently, you know, and I want the person like here's the thing with relationships. I do want a relationship, but I always get the man who is I always tend to flock toward the man who seems really interested at first and then is like flaking off and I get lost and I think I get lost in emotions and gee shocking that Michelle gets lost in emotions a woman in a Scorpio uh, especially if I'm on my period forget it um, this last guy I was with I mean we were intimate for a year and a half on and off and in on and off I mean like we were having it consistently and then at one point stopped for a couple months and then we had sex again a couple of times and it ended for good um, you know because his wife found out but um, I, <laughs> she wasn't happy about it now listen I don't I, I do this joke in my and my routine and stuff but it was a horrible situation um, sad and disappointing and um, the friendship started as just friends and it just lies came out from him and I believed it like an idiot and um, I also didn't want to not believe it. You know, I was like, no, I'm going to believe it because this love feels real. And it did. Like, it felt like he legitimately was in love with me and I was in love with him. And it was, the sex was amazing. And it was, the conversations were amazing. Our real friendship was amazing. Everything was hitting a mark, but we weren't real. He was not real. He was a phony, a fucking phony. And there's so many other people out there like that it's scary and yes so I have been scammed so thank you friends for warning me of the scammers out there my pussy and my heart appreciate I just don't listen to I don't li oh okay I'll be aware and the thing is like I start crushing on somebody because I'm physically attracted to them and and usually emotionally like I don't think a physical attraction comes from just their physical look it's something else about them that it's it's like the seasoning, right? Like I'm not gonna have chicken without any salt and pepper. I'm not gonna have my hamburger without ketchup. You gotta mix it up, right? Like I'm not just gonna wanna have sex with you because you're hot. Yes, being hot is one thing, but then when you get to talk to the person, it's like, ooh, okay. So I definitely think it's something in their persona that's like making me feel attracted more towards them. And it's that narcissistic, sociopath, or person that's just not available I don't know what's wrong with me um you know everyone's like bring it back to your childhood but again I had a good relationship with my dad and my parents are very happy together Go goes back definitely to my twin brother and his issues and me having to help him uh sort of through life um which you know still goes on here and there so that could be it um but now losing the joke here so going back to being from North Jersey. I'm working on this bit because I want to do a lot more about my family. Um, but I, I always felt like I wasn't the typical... I, I am a North Jersey girl, but I'm not the, like, leopard print, I got to go to the mall. Like, I wasn't allowed to go to the mall when we were, like, middle school. Everyone's going to the mall by themselves. I had to lie and tell my mother my best friend's mother was taking us. That was one time. And then the rest of the time, I was working constantly. People are going to, like, keggers, and I was working. I mean... Not even like at Old Navy or somewhere cool like a clothing store like Mandy's or Claire's. No, I was working at Pier fucking one. 15 years old, I'm schlepping furniture outside the people's car. Like, because that was the only place that would hire me. They hired me at 14. 
or no, they hired me at 15 and I, you're supposed to have your working papers or whatever at 16 and I wanted to make money and I was babysitting. I have been working 12 jobs since literally 11 years old. Like it's never stopped. Uh, so I worked at Pier 1 and I worked as a Pier 1 until like my freshman year of college, I think. And then, uh, I went on to waitressing uh, I did temp work and I went on to waitressing and then, you know, restaurant business served well for tips and stuff and teaching dance on the side. But that was my like Jersey, like I'm not the typical Jersey by leopard print and expensive things. I'm working class Jersey. I wonder, I'm, I'm working on some new bits about that. And I hope you guys check out the show t tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to release this today. There's more episodes coming up this weekend with one with Joe Fernandez and another one that's the pilot episode of Divorce Diary Scripted Series. I'm releasing another one with all actors on it. We all have parts. It's the same thing you've heard, but it's a little more scaffolded uh, and more episodes to come. Uh, check out Divorce Diary Show on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, anywhere there's a social platform, Divorce Diaries is there. I'm Michelle Trainer. I hope you guys have an awesome Father's Day weekend.